Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. to another installment of the Fragments of Silicon Reviews. This week we have three games to, um, to review. Uh, first up is Nine Parchments. Uh, let's see, we did a stream of this a couple of days ago, uh, multiplayer. I think we got through up to the second boss. We beat that and mm -hmm. uh, then we concluded. Mm -hmm. And I think all of us have spent some time with the Single player, well, not mm -hmm. much, but a little, yeah. I beat it. <laughs> That's handy. Like, um, yeah. So, if you'll recall, we've been actually talking about nine parchments for a while because this was actually supposed to be reviewed um, late December, but was put on hold due to a very egregious bug in the PC version, which mm -hmm. we all have. Plus, I think there were problems with, like, the Switch version, um, but I'm a less clear on what those were. Um, and I think that those have been fixed as well. Like, I know that um, extensive patches have happened between um, the release of this game and this point in time. Uh, Chief Among is fixing a per uh, particularly nasty bug that um, fucked around with the rendering. Mm. So... When you launched the game, it was launching in a super high resolution mm -hmm. that caused the game to crash. And, um, y you know, every time I opened up the game, it, it, I had to uh, reboot my computer. So we postponed the game until it was in a better state. And I'm glad I did because, you know, it, if it still had a bug of that nature at this point... This would have been a far shorter review. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. This would be a straight up don't buy. This isn't worth your time. The Devez well, it's more Don't buy it on the PC. Yeah. Remember, this game is available on all the major consoles. You know, it's just since we were using the PC version, not all of us were going to have an idea of how the game played and all that because, you know, literally could not play it. You know. But I'm pleased to report that the bug has been fixed. You know, um, everyone was able to play it, and indeed, everyone was there for the multiplayer session. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, if you're unfamiliar with Nine Parchments, this is a action RPG uh, kind of game. I hesitate to use the word RPG because it's got 
RPG elements, but I really wouldn't call this an RPG. It's uh, something like Gauntlet uh, Dark Legacy. Yeah, it almost reminds me of like an arcade beat em up type thing, except for like 3D. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, you, you definitely build up your character and you've got some um, stats and all that, but it, it doesn't feel like true RPG mechanics. And yes, there there is a difference between true RPG mechanics and RPG elements. You know, RPG elements, um, you know, you will see growth in things like um, you have more spell power, you have you can do more damage, you can hold more bullets, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. True RPG mechanics is um, you are better at shooting with weapons, you're more proficient with magic, that kind of deal. Yeah, like one of like the spell you use more often would do more damage. Right, that kind of deal. And uh, that is not this game. That is not a bad thing because this is going for you know very fast and frantic arcade action. Yeah, and in hardcore, it's basically a roguelike. Yeah, and as noted, yeah, another game that um, comes really close to is the Magicka series. Terrifyingly like, close to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but I don't think Frozen Bites ever worked on a Magicka game. Um, also worth noting, this is this is actually a spinoff of their long-running Trine series. Yes. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. fact, the wizard from Trine is one of the um, unlockable characters, if I'm recalling correctly. Yeah, Amadeus is my cat. Yeah, yeah Amadeus is his name. And for those who don't know, like Trine is um, a series of puzzle platformers. Emphasis on the puzzle. In fact, that's kind of the entire conceit. Yeah, I mean, there is combat, but mostly it's, oh, no, we need to summon boxes and or jump on things and or climb things. Now, I bring this up because not only does uh, this game, Nine Parchments, share a universal connection and a character connection, but it also shares an aesthetical connection. Because if you've ever seen one of the trying games, this game looks like a trying game, only mm-hmm. in third person. You know, this is kind of, this has always been a good and bad thing. Because, um, you know, Frozen Bite has created some of the most, most beautiful, um, worlds in terms of like uh, graphical fidelity but i'll be honest i've always found their uh games to be a bit too busy in terms of like actual things on screen and such Mm -hmm. i had an issue with that in trying i had an issue here although here i think it's less the world and it's more um the number of objects on screen like, it's more a occupational hazard of the genre. Yeah, it gets pretty chaotic at times, especially multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, and also... you've got... And in this game, like, one of the major attack things is beams, which go mm-hmm. until they hit the edge of the screen. So if you got three of those going... And it's not just the player characters, enemies have beams too. And you can beam struggle both with your allies and with the enemies. <laughs> yeah, it's less beam struggle and more like Whenever two beams cross, they go off at a whatever the vector is that you get. If you so, if like if you hit another beam at an angle, it'll go off at a 
angle from both of those. Mm -hmm. And I guess I would say it doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter whether or not you are hitting enemies or allies with either your combined beam or the individual beams, because this is a game with lots of friendly fire. There might be a mode in which you can turn it off, but if there is, we were unable to find it. There's no turn off friendly fire. You only change what it does, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, friendly fire is a very major component. Yeah. I think I remember that from the interview. It's like, you're probably going to hit your friends a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, uh, just because, yeah, it gets busy. Um, you'll probably lose track of who you are, uh, especially mm -hmm. since, yeah, there are visual distinctions between the characters, but especially if you're playing in the earlier stages when you don't have many people unlocked, you're probably going to be playing a variant of the same character. Yeah, you yeah. start out with, out of the, like, eight or ten characters you ha you can play as, you start out with two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like... If and probably, the primary distinction between the two is that one is a boy and one is a girl. Yeah, it probably would have been a better idea to have at least the base character, all of the base characters unlocked uh, in the multiplayer. I guess that might have gone against the plot, but, you know, just in terms of gameplay, that would have worked out better. Yeah, yeah, the two characters you can start out of as have pretty general move sets. Yeah. Like, I'm uh, playing as one of the people you start off as. I forget her name, but she's basically the healer. Yeah, the, the main difference is she has a healing thing. The the uh, guy has a, uh area of effect poison thing, which is death elemental. And the boy attacks with fire and ice, which are a little more common than the girl starts with what electricity and death attacks. Yes. Like a death beam, not a. And I'm recalling there, yeah, there is an elemental system of five elements. Six. Six. There we go. Yeah, uh, fire and ice are good against each other. Uh, electric and steam are good against each other, and death and life are good against each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you can also use life spells to hurt death enemies. Yep. As is traditional, cure kills zombie. <laughs> Although, it's not usually so much zombie as purple-colored variant of enemy you're already fighting several of. Yeah. Because yeah, they're only... Out of what we ran into for general mobs, there were only, like, five or six different kinds of mobs, I think. Mm -hmm. It gets worse later on. Uh, <laughs> and, I mean, they come in different color variations, and the different color variations do... So, like, the uh, really annoying uh, dive-bombing raptor things... <laughs> have different attack patterns depending on their element. The fire ones have a cone breath weapon, and the death ones have an have a circular thing when they land. But and of course they can have different elemental shields too, which can be kind of annoying when you run into like a fire enemy with an ice shield. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there is a difference between like the different projectiles, like beam weapons aren't very powerful, but they'll last a long time. Yeah, they can, they can be combined, and you can potentially offset other beams with them. Versus something like, say, uh, the fireball spell, which is um, a good deal more powerful, but you will run out of those very quickly. And you also have no defense against a beam. Right. And, and there's also area of effect bombs, pretty much. Yeah. And well, there's that and spread shots. The um, Healy lady has a thunder spread. Yeah. 
the spread shots are short range but very powerful. Yeah, and they burn out their MP really quick. Yeah. And, you know, uh, noting the elements isn't just a, uh, you know, option. It's like if you attack an ice creature with an ice beam, it will not bounce off, but it'll say immune. Like, yeah, like half of mm -hmm. the enemies you're going to be fighting are going to be immune to one or more of the elements, which you get, you start out with three spells. And that means you have a maximum of three different elements. And some of the more specialized characters, when they start out, have less. Uh, yeah, generally two of their element and one side elements fail. <laughs> so yeah, if you like progress through the game with the characters, you'll have a toolbox that'll let you handle most enemies. But like at the beginning of the game, I hope you have a good assortment of characters because, uh, for example, out of the two starting characters, no one has a steam elemental spell. So against electric elemental enemies, you have nothing that's advantageous against them. And yeah. there, the, the the last boss we bought uh, had fought had a third stage because we were playing in multiplayer that had electric versions of the enemies that they were spawning, and they're <laughs> just a pain because we didn't have anything that was effective against them, or extra effective against them, and they just stun you, which is just a pain in the butt. So yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, so the game does scale depending on how many people you have. Like, if you're playing through the single player, it's going to be a lot easier than multiplayer, not just because you have to deal with um, friendly fire. No, the, the bosses, the enemies, they all scale up. Yeah, they have more yeah. health, mostly. Which makes sense, because, you know, you do ostensibly have more people there who could theoretically take down these things quicker. I say theoretically because, you know, in actual playing, uh, that didn't really align well. Yeah. You know, yeah. This is, this is if, ever, if everyone knows what they're doing and your characters that are are at a reasonable level, then it at then it works better. I'm like. Also, something so, something coordination. Yeah, it's like that's very to say. <laughs> plus, in multiplayer, you do have the advantage of theoretically being able to revive people who die. I mean, we're an actual team, and we couldn't do that. We I tried. We tried, I guess. <laughs> no, we, yeah, we tried, but that never really congealed. Uh, it, it, that's why I say it's possible, but um, getting on the same page is a lot more difficult than it, you might think. I imagine because, it would be easier if we were all in the same room. Maybe a little. Perhaps. And we were also having lag issues because of yeah. uh, uh, being on the net. Well, the, it's not just um, being on the net. Because this game is so graphically intensive, um, it's going to hitch. It, it's mm -hmm. like... Oh, yeah, this game does throw a lot of enemies at you at once sometimes. And a it lot does. of particle effects. Yeah. It, it's like th this game, at least on the PC, is is going to run you some power. Mm -hmm. Now. Mm -hmm. I had to turn it down for the purposes of recording the graphical fidelity. Yep. Yeah, I put it on low as soon as I could access the graphical options. Yeah, because it's a very pretty game. It's just, it comes at the expense of performance, mm -hmm. which is another yeah. Frozen Byte um, standard. Like I said, that, that is something I've encountered in the trying game. Uh, let's see. 
music. Uh, it's there. Music, yeah, it's pretty nice. It's not like yeah. something I found myself humming later, but it yeah. was. I wouldn't well go done. out of my way to look for the um, soundtrack for this. Yeah, I'd say it falls into the realm of stereotypical high medieval fantasy mm -hmm. uh, music. Yeah. Which is funny because the setting for this seems to be slightly more modern than high medieval fantasy. Not True. a lot, but a little. Well, it's a. The Trine universe is a bit different, but it's not that far away from ye old medieval times. Yeah, I mean, you do have knights yeah. and stuff still, but. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I think that's about it on sound. Uh, let's see. Uh, is there anything else major that we need to cover with this one? Um, there is price still. Mm -hmm. um, oh, we need to talk about the staves, don't we? The, the sta oh, the customization. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. yeah. yeah there in, addition to, in addition to unlocking new spells as you level up, you also get random drops of new staves, which uh, change your combat performance because you also do have a melee attack. And I think they can. They also alter like they can make your spell, your mana recharge a little faster or yeah. whatever. Like for example, mm -hmm. the staff I'm using returns six percent of the damage I deal to me as health, and also when I use mm -hmm. the evasion blink spell, I have a ten percent chance to do a critical for five seconds after it. And the blink is again, if you're good at the game, important because that's how you dodge. Um, mm -hmm. and yeah, also hats, which I think are cosmetic. They yeah, might appear like cosmetic. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, right. there's a lot of, and also you can unlock different color variations of each character. So I'm not okay. sure if they're mechanically different at all. They are. You oh, they start are. with different spells and mm -hmm. they've got their own specialties as well. Yeah, yeah there's always the, 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 the fourth version of every character is golden colored and has angel wings. There is also a skill tree, but um, it's not a very advanced one. Like, in fact, it's about as basic as you can get. I think at any given level, you have like two, op two or three options, and then mm -hmm. once you've spent five points in a level, you can start unlocking something from the next level, or you can do more from the level you're on. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So pricing. Um... Nine parchments is going to come in at uh, nineteen ninety nine, uh, regular price. Uh, since this game's been out for a few weeks, there's no, um, you know, just release discounts or anything. Not sure if it went on sale during the uh, during the um, winter Steam sale, but usually it's a good idea for these games not to do that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, I yeah. think that's I think that's fairly fair if you you know are fairly confident you'll enjoy it. Yeah, um, also worth noting, uh, this does come in a bundle, the Triniverse bundle. For $50, uh, you can get nine parchments and the three Trine games, which is probably the best value there, you know, mm -hmm. if you add everything up, because it says that um, that's 35% uh, off. Yeah, because Trine three is like twenty two bucks. Trine two is twenty bucks, and Trine is fifteen bucks. Yeah, it's like well, the, um, yeah. So yeah, the lowest price here is fifteen dollars. Mm -hmm. So 
Yeah, and according to Steam, you will be saving $26.95, which is, is actually quite a lot. And, uh, yeah, the, the trying games are also really good. At least the first two were. Uh, trying 3, I heard much more mixed things, because that's the one where they went to 3D. Like... Right, because the first two are 2D puzzle yeah. platformers. Um, I Like, I have that, but I haven't had time to play it yet. But, you know, tr going into the third dimension is always a dicey proposition. Because a Ask the platformers of the mid-90s about that. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if just what I garner from the reviews, it hit trying three pretty hard. Um, you know, so hard, it's why they went to this quasi-related spinoff, if I'm recalling correctly. Um, one thing to mention real quick on the footage is we, I base, I hit one of the boss and got one of the main things about this game. You get a choice of three spells that mm -hmm. follows you for, through this playthrough. So I have the option to get a, um, ice bomb, a, um chain spell which as it looks like it deals heavy damage to the first target and then more to others around it and mm -hmm. then a wave spell of, that's lightning mm -hmm. yeah and the we didn't really say the premise of the game is that you are a bad magic student that's kind of where the are... um, friendly fire comes into play because you don't really know how to control your magic yes you're a terrible <laughs> student and you basically had just been grounded and set into you have to never leave this academy again ever when some idiot in another room blew a hole in the wall and uh, all of the school scrolls went away so they let you leave to go get them back mm -hmm. and, and you know if you if you have to become a better magician on the way then so be it <laughs> and yeah the game is not all that long from what I've seen uh, Twilight yeah. how long did it take you to complete the campaign um yeah, there's about um, 34 levels, I believe. Yeah, it's not very long, man. That's not surprising, given the multiplayer focus of the uh, title here. Like, yeah, um, and there's, so, a, there's also a new game plus as well, so they'll add some gameplay time for you. Yeah, it's like, so it, when it comes to a purchase, I definitely recommend it only if you know people, have yeah. friends, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Because ideally, in you know, uh, local co-op. If not local, then online. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, as far as what system to get it for, uh, we can't rightly answer that because, you know, we played four of the PC. We didn't each like play one on a different console. Yeah. Like single player on PC, this is more than serviceable, but. Online, we did have some major issues, and I don't know how much of that is poor netcode and how much of that was just, you know, bad connection. Right. And things might be stabler on the console side of things because, you know, things are much more uniform on the console. But once again, that there are, there's always going to be gaps in our uh, review coverage here, and this is one mm -hmm. of them. Like... Um, that being said, uh, as far as console specifications go, I'm recalling that the PlayStation 4 and Xbox 
One versions are running at 1080p and 60 frames per second. On I think it's 1080p 30 for the Switch. Maybe it's 720p and 60 for the Switch. Don't remember offhand. Like the point is, yeah, for best performance, you're probably going to want to go for the PC as per usual. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's any major differences um, between all of the releases, even the Switch version, outside of the expected. Like, I haven't heard, like, the Xbox One version runs absolutely fucking terrible or anything like that. Um, yeah, anyway, getting back to the price, it's a fair price if you know people to play with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let me emphasize that you know people to play with because this is not a game I would recommend to play with random strangers. Oh God, no! No, no! It will kill <laughs> your faith in humanity. Well, and they will kill you. Like <laughs> expect a lot of ogres in the. Um... I mean, yeah. If you're working, even if you're trying to work together as a team, you're probably gonna end up killing each other a few times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Even if it's oops, you I accidentally dropped a uh, death or a field thing and around the enemies that you just happen to be trying to go attack and they hit you and then you're health drained and now you're dead. Yes. It's, you know, it won't be pretty. It won't. <laughs> so I think that'll about do it for this review. Um, be sure to join us after the break as we review um, Bridge Constructor Portal. And, you know, good gaming and all that. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.